If you have ever found yourself hiding behind dark colored clothes or been through a really tough relationship breakdown, this podcast episode is perfect for you. And even if you haven't, Jen's story will touch your soul. Jen Bowers from Ping Pom Pom joins me on this week's episode of Standout Style. Jen is a vibrant, bold, cat-loving brand stylist and content creator, but that wasn't always her story. Welcome to Standout Style, a podcast that tears down the uncertainties of style, fashion, and inner confidence. I'm your host, Camry Hill. I'm a personal stylist, digital entrepreneur, wife, and mom of three. I'm totally obsessed with helping women exude confidence from the inside out. In this podcast, you will hear style and wardrobe tips, as well as incredible stories of women who are out there showing up as their most confident selves, style and all. Okay, beautiful Jen, thank you so much for coming on the Standout Style podcast. I'm super excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. As, as I said to you when you asked me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so honored to be invited. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so excited to be here and thank you so much. It's, it's my pleasure. Honestly, I have notes and notes written down of all the people that I had brainstormed wanting to come onto the podcast and you were definitely on that list. Oh my gosh. And a lot of people will understand why once we get into the conversation exactly uh, your story and what you are going to be sharing with the audience. I'm super excited for you to share that with us. But before we get started, I would just love for you to tell the audience who you are and about your businesses. Hello, everybody. Um, My name is Jen and I live in Sydney And I'm a brand coach and content creator. So my business is Pink Pom Pom. Um, So it's Pink Pom Pom by Jen and Pink Pom Pom Social. And basically both businesses help women become and their businesses become a flamingo in a flock of seagulls. I start from the ground up working with foundations to help them help you build a standout business. And it's a real passion of mine. I love to work with startups. And, yeah, it is really, for me, it's super exciting working with the startups and getting them, giving them the confidence to just bloom. Yeah. So that's me. (laughs) That's you. Yes. And for everyone listening, you have to go over to Jen's Instagram and just check her out. And you'll see why I asked her to come on the podcast because her style is just so amazing I just love your use of colors your use of sequence your use of flamingos like all of those things just speak so deeply into who you are and that obviously being a brand stylist you just know how important that is to showcase as a business right but for me as a stylist I just look at like how you present yourself and I just admire that so, so much. So I, have, I, I really want to ask you, how, how did that come to be? So where did it start for you with the colors, the flamingos? Like where, how does that story start? So, oh my gosh. I, so I've been doing this since I was 18. So I've been a, 
I went straight from school into graphic design college and I've been working in the industry on and off pretty much for all that time. And I'm actually 54 in May. So that's a long, long time that I've been doing this. Um, and for a long time, I, I tried to fit into what I thought people wanted to see, what they expected a brand stylist to look like. Um, and then in, I, I went out of it for a while and then I developed Ping Pong Pong Social and started that up. And it's an image library with, for bold personalities. Um, so it's very colourful and bright. So I started to lean into that a little bit more because I have to tell you, not that long ago, I was burgundy blush and gold and black. So I would wear a lot of black. I had dark hair. Um, I was very, I, I, liked, I liked to be a bit more hidden. Um, you know, if you're looking at this on screen, I, I am plus size. Um, and I always felt too that plus size should always wear black. I love black, just quietly. Like I, I love wearing black and I still have a lot of black. Um, but I always felt that I should be more hidden. Um, anyway, in 2020, I was made redundant from my corporate job. And I couldn't, I was working with a business coach at the time. And they're like, no, this is such a great opportunity for you. You really should go and do your own thing again. I'm like, oh. No, no. I, yes, okay, I will. So that's when I really leaned into the brand foundations and the brand strategy. And actually, that's when I discovered brand personalities. And every brand has its own personality. It's not your personality. It's the brand's personality. Now, my brand personality is the creator and the magician. And the creator is a bright personality. You know, that it's about innovation, imagination, colour, quirkiness and what that gave me was the ability to lean right in to my brand personality and become who I really wanted to be and I think deep inside like back when I go back into my my sort of early 20s I was quite bright I was definitely bright back in the 80s I mean fluoro green and all of the colors and I feel like I've gone back to actually being who I really am and Defining and finding out that personality really helped me just go, right, like, I'm just going to be me. And as time's gone on, I've just kind of got brighter and brighter and brighter, a bit more flamboyant. And it's so much fun. And I really love it now. And I love, I love the fact that, you know, if, if other plus size women see me, they may think, oh, I can do that too. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to hide. You know, I can be standout and people do come up and, and compliment me um, at functions and things like that. And, you know, it's so beautiful and it really makes me feel great. And I feel like there's so many other women out there that could be doing the same. Absolutely. I get chills just thinking about it because part of the podcast and the reason why I really wanted to get stories such as yours on this is because there are a lot of women entrepreneurs who are unfortunately hiding behind their brands. And that's something that I wanted to ask you as a brand stylist, because I do think that what we both do, you being a brand stylist and me being a personal stylist, ties together so amazingly. How important do you think it is as a brand stylist? How, is it, how important is it for women to use their personal style? So for example, the things that they wear, the colors that they wear, 
how they get dressed every day. How important is that personal style to their brand? Do you see women struggling in that area in terms of, you know, tying the two together? Because obviously from the outside, I think you do that beautifully. You tie your personal style and your personal brand so well together. But I think a lot of people have a tough time doing that. So how important do you think that is? I think it's super important because the thing is, if you're a personal brand, you are your brand. So Mm -hmm. if you've got a bright, colourful brand and you're not reflecting that, there's a disconnect. And one of the most important things in branding is consistency. Now, it's actually really funny you say this. I was chatting to a friend who is also a client um, and she said, have you noticed on my socials, I am always wearing my brand colours now. (laughs) And I'm like, actually, yes, I have. She's like, but they're my favourite colours. She said, did you design my brand for my colours? I'm like, well, no, but I knew that these were great colours for you um, and that they would reflect your brand personality as well as your personal style and that should be linked together. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you are a bright brand or even if um, if you're an elegant brand, you wouldn't be wearing what I'm wearing now, for example. Mm-hmm. I would be dressed very differently if I was going after the luxury market um, for my as my target market. But that's not my target market. My target market is fun and, and vibrant and probably more flamboyant. And that, so I can lean into that, yes, both with my brand and my style. So, yes, I think it very much reflects the brand and I, I love I love to be my brand and live my brand and it just makes life so much more fun. <laughs> it does. And it just makes, don't you think it makes life so much easier to just be able to reflect your brand, also what you're comfortable in and how you want to represent yourself um, from all aspects of, you know, how you even decorate your home and how you get dressed every day and what you're presenting. It just makes life so much easier. Like you said, that consistency across the board and something that I've been really diving in deep with other, with women and and taking this journey onto helping women entrepreneurs is really understanding from that brand perspective, looking internal first and going, you know, I think people rush out and make a logo and select their brand colors and do all those things way before they know who they are personally within themselves. And yeah, so it just ties together so much. And it's really something that I wanted to get your advice on because as a brand stylist, I think you probably see so many women coming to you going like, just do this for me. But it's way deeper than that, isn't it? Absolutely. If somebody comes to me actually and says, can you design me a logo? I'm like, no, no, because I work on the foundations first. And that that not only includes brand foundations, I also, I, I mean, I'm not a mindset coach in any way or form, but I also help them and inspire them. And so we start right at the very beginning and that very beginning is that personality. And then that mm. defines everything even, yes, to how they dress. I advise them on, you know, clothes they might wear if they're, like if they sell at markets or if they, you know, speak on stage, um, like clothes that will work with their brand and colours. So it is, it is so important to start with those foundations because 
I always say to clients, you know, what happens if you build a house without its foundations? You know, it may not fall down, but it's not going to be strong. It's going to be a bit wobbly. The wind's going to blow it. It's going to be going, woo. But if you start with those bricks, you're going to build a strong brand. And it does really allow you to lean into your brand and really live it especially for personal brands. And yeah. I'm sure, uh, you know, you as a stylist would work with many personal brands. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the more that we use social media and those little barriers that used to be there in terms of knowing who's behind brands has pretty much come down now. So those walls are no longer there. You can get on stories and videos and speak to your audience directly that Mm. wasn't really something that most people were doing 10 years ago so those those things are so important not only in consistency but it, it really builds that trust factor you know for example we were Two weeks ago, Jen, you and I were in the same conference room of hundreds mm-hmm. of women entrepreneurs. Yes. And I recognized you the minute I saw you because <laughs> your beautiful, bright hair, your beautiful, bright colors that you wear, and you just carry a real presence about you that oh, is so unforgettable. Do you know what I mean? But it is un- unforgettable. And it's it's um, something that people will see that what you carry as your brand it's, it's very memorable and people see you in a crowded room and go, oh yeah, that's Jen from Pink Pom Pom Social. Like that's just something that's so important. And it doesn't have to mean that everyone needs to rush out and buy bright rainbow colors. For example, I don't wear bold colors. I'm very much love my neutrals, Mm. but it's very specific to who you are. And that's so important to point out. You have an obviously amazing example of what you can how you can carry your personal brand across into your personal life but you need to for the women who are listening to this you need to pinpoint that from your own personal perspective and really deep dive into those into those things so I love that you have touched on that and I do want to get into a little bit more of your personal story because I know obviously you could give a million um amounts of advice when it comes to personal branding but I also really love your personal story and how you know we just spoke about this very shortly through dms but I know that your story is really going to help other women is your own personal style journey Um, and you did touch on how you only used to wear black but what how was that for you making that transition into this new sort of stage of life where you were in that stage where you felt like you could only wear black and you were hiding your body, felt like as a plus size woman that you could not wear specific things. Like, let's just talk about that sort of journey for you. It's, it's been a journey. Funnily enough, in my memories on Facebook, um, some images flashed up yesterday of me four years ago. <laughs> and I kind of blew up a photo and I said to my husband, oh, my gosh, that doesn't even look like me now, does it? He's like, no, no, it doesn't. And I showed a friend actually on Tuesday, um, Eva, and I said, Eva, look, I just want to show you this photo because we're just talking about discussing the journey. And I'm like, look at this photo. She's like, I, I, I wouldn't recognise you. Um, now, I was carrying more weight back then and I have been on a weight loss journey, but only for me 
it is for my personal um, gratification. Um, as I said earlier, I'm in my 50s. Um, I want to be around to, to see my grandchildren and, you know, I want to be healthy. So that's that's why I've got high blood pressure and, and what have you. So, um, so I have lost some 25 kilos from that photo. However, um, I'm still plus sized and I always will be um, and quite proudly so. But I felt back then it was only, yeah, I just wanted to hide because the thing is when you don't have confidence in yourself, you, you don't want to put yourself out there. Um, I had, I, I've got a beautiful husband now, but I had come out of, I was divorced a number of years ago, um, come out of quite a, um, not emotionally abusive marriage, but I came out with a very negative opinion of myself. And that took me a very long time to get over. Um, and it was very negative about my size. So, yeah, wearing, wearing black. And as I say, I love black and I still wear black. But wearing black, it helped me just disappear. I actually had, actually had dark hair as well. So I was just this all, you know, all sort of in, in black person that could just kind of blend into the background. Um, but as I became to really, I don't know, love my life, you know, like leaning into waking up every day and loving what I do and feeling, you know, very happy with how, where my world was going. And I have to give them a shout out. I discovered a little party dress <laughs> and they, you know, have beautiful, they're very inclusive size-wise and their colours are so bright. And the dress, the dress that I've got on now is a little party dress and they've got a star called Marley. It's so flattering and it just, I bought one and then I just kind of got the confidence. It was really bright and colourful and I don't know, it just kind of grew from there. And as my confidence in what I was wearing, um, you know, and the colours grew, so did my confidence within myself and also my confidence to put myself out there. Um, I mean, I danced on a reel the other day. Like I, that's something I never thought I'd be doing be doing and I looked and I went okay yeah like yes you're not small but you look okay you know like you are who you are and I think it's that it's that beginning to love yourself it's very hard to do it um but until you do begin to love and accept yourself for who you are like I know I'm never going to be tiny and I don't want to be tiny I mean I can't I can't shrink my bones <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I'm always going to be broad I come from a long line of Highland Scottish women, and that is just fine. Mm -hmm. um, but just be, be who you are. People love you for that. And don't hide. Don't hide. Like we're all wonderful. Mm -hmm. We're all flamazing. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's just the story. I could just listen to it forever. I just think there will be so, ma so many women listening to this going, yes, that's me oh my gosh, am I doing that? Like there's so many women that I work with that just are in that mindset. And I do want to ask you, because I know that there, I have clients who have been in this stage before who have recently gone through a divorce or a separation, or you know, had some sort of relationship that was hard or difficult or traumatic for them at some period of time. How do you think that that affected your confidence 
not only obviously within yourself, but then how does that reflect how you would get dressed every day? Oh, (laughs) Um, I don't. So I generally don't try to speak negatively in public about my ex. Um, But, you know, comments like you used to be so pretty before you got so fat and ugly were ones that were bandied around quite regularly. So, you know, when we split, I truly, that was the opinion I had of myself. So I didn't feel that I was worthy to Mm -hmm. dress nicely. Um, Also, at the time, I wasn't really working um, and I didn't have a lot of money either um, when he left. So, you know, I didn't have the funds necessarily to buy, you know, clothes that I felt were okay. But, you know, as we were discussing the other day, you know, you can get beautiful outfits that are not expensive. It's not about what something costs. It's actually about how you wear it and how you style it. So it can still look amazing. But at that time, I didn't feel, I didn't have the mental capacity to be proud of myself. I wasn't proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Like I was fat and ugly. Um, but, you know, as time went on and I built up a business again, um, 18 months after that, I bought him out of our family home Um my confidence kind of grew and I started dating again, which was interesting because I'm like, I'm never going to date again. Um, but there's a little bit of a funny story with this that he he actually messaged me and said, oh, I'm on Match.com. You know, have you ever gone on Match.com? I'm like, no, I don't want to do something like that. But then I went, I need to go and see his profile. Of course I need to go and stalk him. <laughs> so I went and found it. But then to actually look at it, you have to set up your own profile so I'm like, okay, I, I'm now like, now I'm like in full stalker mode. I need to go find him. So I set up a profile and I found him and, you know, had a giggle. And by the time I got home, somebody had contacted me. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, wow. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I should go on a date. And then that, that started. And I mean, please do not think that dating is the be all to end all because it's not, you know, like, it, it didn't give me, you know, super confidence or anything, but it did start me on a little bit of a, a good road and a good path um, to get my confidence back. And then, you know, building a business and buying out the X and, you know, just it, it just all built. Because the thing is, if the mind's not right, the rest of you isn't right. So you've got to love yourself. Um, and I know it's really hard coming out of a divorce because divorces are not easy and often there's no self-love. But to, to really grow out of it, you've got to begin to love yourself and not be so critical and don't let the mean girl inside say the nasty things. You've just got to go, bye, Felicia. Close the door on her. Yeah. Don't let her speak to you. Mm-hmm. It's such a journey, isn't it? It's such a journey. It's that self-worth factor is always comes first number one and that by no means means it's easy it's definitely a a very very small baby step process and there are things in all of our lives that would have taken us a step back in that self-confidence journey you know yours was that separation 
mine was when I had kids, you know, it could everything for everyone, there's going to be different factors. And that doesn't mean that once you're on that journey that you keep it forever. It's an ongoing uh, journey that you need to continue to work on Very all the time. So. This, is, this has been a long journey. I mean, I, I was divorced 16 years ago. And I've been with my current husband. Um, this is our 15th, oh, my gosh, 14th or 15th anniversary <laughs> this year. We've been married for four years. Wow. Um, yeah, we got married in 2018. Um, so, yes, it'll be our 15th year together. And he, he has always been so encouraging and supportive and, you know, absolutely motivational to me. But it doesn't matter what someone else tells you. It's got to be in here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to believe it. People can tell you anything, but if you don't believe it inside, you're not yeah. going to run with that. And yeah. so don't think it's going to happen in a year. This journey to my kind of colourful self now has been like a 15-year journey. Yeah. So it's taken, you know, a long time. And one thing, girls, always never forget this. You're never too old and it's never too late. Because even mm-hmm. there, even now, sometimes I go, Jen, you know, you're like, you're middle age. Should you have pink hair? And I'm like, yes, damn it. You want pink hair? Have pink hair. Um, yes. Wear the colours. You know, don't don't ever let what you perceive to be um, at what you should do. Don't let that influence you. Do what makes you happy. Yes. I, agree. I love my sequin shoes and rainbow shoes and all of I the- think it's amazing. I like <laughs> admire you so much. Every time I think that whenever anyone says that they think they're too old and they can't wear that or they can't wear this, I my prime example, because I just love her, is JLo. JLo is like mid 50s, I'm pretty sure, maybe early 50s, but she yeah. is, my God, that woman, I think she ages backwards but she Uh does everything next level she's obviously stunning so like she wears what she wants she shows off what like she is just next level so anytime anyone ever says to me oh I'm too old I'm like look at (laughs) J-Lo you know who else I yeah Iris Apfel I love her that's who I'm going to be when I'm 100 yeah I love her too yeah she's amazing and she just yeah the colors, the the jewelry, the glasses. I'm like, yeah, these glasses are a bit boring. I'm actually getting, I'm getting a new pair of like beautiful hot pink glasses that'll be coming soon. Yes. Um, yeah, I um, love it. Like life I'm, needs to be fun. Let's just wear what we want, and who cares what anyone yeah. thinks? And I, you know what? I think that people would look at people like you who are very bold and vibrant, and admire that and want to be more like that. Most people are just too scared to step out of that because of their own comfort zone, not because of what other people are actually going to say about them. So I think that is just so amazing. I do have two more questions for you. Sure. Um, the, the next one is, what do you do? Because we spoke about, obviously, the self-confidence journey. And you said, you know, this has been 15 years, hasn't been an overnight thing. What do you do in terms of your confidence levels, especially body confidence? What do you do maybe every day, every week? Is there something that you do to help keep you on that journey of feeling good about yourself? Hmm. Now that's an interesting one. 
I, do you know what I do think a lot of is am I helping other women? Am, am I presenting myself to a degree that is going to help others? I'm very much about helping women stand tall. So um, that would be one thing that would really kind of keep me going. I don't necessarily do anything like I, I you know, I practice gratitude and I love my gratitude, um, like journaling in the morning and thinking about, you know, what I'm grateful for, etc. But like with my self-confidence, I mean, sometimes there, there are days where I'm not feeling it and, you know, I feel like slinking around and not being in colours, but I generally get out of that because I'm such a colour lover, <laughs> you know. I'm such a colour lover and I guess you get to that age where you just go, you know what, I am who I am. You know the song, I am what I am. Like that's my motto. And actually, yeah, that's maybe something that I do think of a lot in my head. I am what I am. Yeah. So that was actually an interesting question because it's not, yeah, I don't normally think about it so much but I do I love that song I listen to that song a lot mm -hmm. um I'm very much about being who I am um and yeah and the one thing that does really motivate me is the thought that if I can help someone else break free and live their best life I'm doing a good thing yeah you know if so I can I help that. some other woman be happy and you know feel like feel some confidence that makes me that sparks joy that's amazing I love that and I think that that's a great one to point out that music can be a it's definitely a form of therapy I know so that when so. I'm having a bad day I have a specific playlist that I go to mm -hmm. I'm having a branding photo shoot tomorrow <gasps> and I've literally made a playlist for the day that I'm just going to be putting on. They're like power songs, like real, like women motivational songs. Um, it's just here at home, but in my office. And I'm like, I just want, but I want to feel like pumped up about it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so music is such a great way to help those confidence levels, especially on days when you're just not feeling it. And, you know, let's, let's talk about photo shoots for a second because they are super confronting. Um, I never wanted to be in photos. I hated having my photo taken. I've now had four branding shoots. Now, the first one I had, I was petrified. And I chose a photographer from Melbourne, um, Sophie Timothy from Sister Scout, because I looked at Sophie and I went, oh, she looks so kind. I think I, think I would feel okay having her photograph me. When she sent me the photos, I actually cried. Because I just was like, oh, my God, like, I look okay in these. Like, I really do. And this was before the brightness. This was yeah. still in the, the blush and the, the black stage, but I could see my hair had gone to red. Um, so I was beginning to just sort of come out of my um, cocoon as such. Um, mm -hmm. And now I've had four shoots and they are confronting, but they're the best things, one for your brand to do like really as a brand coach we should all have our own mm -hmm. um shoot like shots but just to actually bring your confidence like at the last shoot I was perched in a blow-up flamingo pool float with a glass of champagne 
it's seriously the, the best. The difference is quite dramatic. <laughs> I love it, but it's just all little stepping stones, isn't it? it like is. you, it. you do it the first time, and ninety nine percent of women are absolutely like, you know, shaking in their boots of the thought of getting their pictures done and having to dress up and. You know, it is scary. Absolutely. No doubt about that. But the first time you do it and then, you know, you people get their photos back and go, oh, wow, like I actually look really good in these. And then the more you do it, the more comfortable. I mean, obviously in business, everything's scary. Uh, But I see that journey, especially with clients, is that it's just those little baby steps of going out of your comfort zone that little bit more. Um, And then it just becomes normal. And it just feels normal and you feel good yeah. and you feel confident. It's not, again, this overnight switch. It's, it's just not. those little things. And, and you're so right. The branding images are beyond important. We have, you know, so many places we need to be seen and people do yes. want to see us. They want to see who, our face, who, are, who we are, how we speak, what our business is. So very much so they want to see the person behind the brand and I mean at the moment as we were talking about earlier with social media it's that like know and trust factor people want Mm -hmm. to know you before they will commit to any sort of purchase or working with you they want to get to know you Mm -hmm. and they can only do that by seeing your face and hearing your voice and listening to your brand voice and you know, how you speak and how you write and all of those things. And that all works together into your style. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is so important. You can't, you can't hide. Yes, you can't. As you much as we want can. to, <laughs> and we do sometimes, but we yeah. can't. Yeah. Not no, if we want not... to build that business. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just a different era, isn't it? Mm, well, I so. think you have given us, so many amazing tips. Um, the last one I want to ask you is from a personal standpoint. So having to shop in, you know, the curvy sections, and mm-hmm. I know what a battle that can be for a lot of women who are not your stock standard sizing. Mm-hmm. That's the majority of my clients. I know how difficult it is. So where is your favorite place to shop? And um, any tips, any tips for curvy women when it comes to shopping? So I I generally shop online. Um, I'm very, I would say if I find a style of dress I like, I will stick to it. So my 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 colourful journey started with little party dress, as I said, the Marley style. Marley is a very flattering style. It has the sleeves if you like to cover your arms, but it does have a drawstring waist. So you know you can get your you can get your curves. It's a longer, sort of a midi-length dress. So it's it's quite a flattering shape and style. And that's where I kind of started. Um, and I buy, I probably have, oh my gosh, I probably have 18 Marlies. <laughs> so, which is a bit ridiculous, but I love them. And because they come in all the colours, and they do do, girls, they do do more subdued versions as well for those of you that aren't quite the colour lovers that I am. I found now there are so many places online that stock larger sizes um, and you can send them back. So you can go to your, you know, get them at home, have a look at them. And if you don't like them, send them back. I shop um, City Chic is brilliant. Um, Proud Poppy, Adrift. 
I found it actually found a beautiful new label in Melbourne recently called by Samantha. Um, beautiful dresses, really beautiful wrap dresses. Again, a wrap dress is your friend. Yes. Because I have big girls, um, <laughs> you know, I <laughs> sometimes it's quite interesting on this weight loss journey. I have, I'm still wearing a very similar size because my, my, my breasts have not shrunk. Yes. So, um, which is interesting. Everything else has kind of shrunk around them, but they're still there. Um, so I have to make sure I've got plenty of room up top. Um, so, yes, that, that the, the wrap dresses are absolutely your friend. Um, yeah. Where else? There are a few to start with that I can think of off the top of my head. And I'm yeah. very, very happy. And there's quite a, like, quite a price range. Um, you know, little party dresses, very um, affordable by Samantha is the dresses are sort of over that 200 mark, but the quality is so very beautiful. Um, City Chic goes up to like a more, they have such a great range, for, especially with formal dresses as well. Um, and uh, look, honestly, a lot of the couture I can't, I can't wear. Um, I do have a great, um, oh, another great brand, a um, sustainable brand like a slow fashion. Hetho and Co. Emily is amazing. I've actually just designed my first fabric um, to take to Palm Springs next week, and it's got flamingos on it, of course. And she's then she's had that printed, and she's making it into like making it into a dress, um, yep. of course. And she goes up to like a four XL oh, cachette design, really good as well. Um, they have the largest sizes, and they're they're all bright colors and lots of fun. Um, I can even do a little bit more research and I, I might even send you a list if you like, Camry, of some of the places. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, yeah, that of I course. I, it's, it's so good to hear from women who, you know, aren't your stock standard sizing um, where they shop because there, there are so many places online nowadays, which is amazing. I do sure. wish there was more in-person shopping for women because I do think online shopping can be difficult for some people. But it, it is so good to difficult. know of, yeah, it's so good to know of, of brands for women to go and check out. So I think that's great. Yeah. I think those are um, great take, tips. Taking Shape is in a lot of sh- yep. lot of stores and they have some really lovely things as well. I've, I've yep. bought a lot of Taking Shape um, and you can find them in a lot of Maya stores. And also mm-hmm. they do have actual Taking Shape shops and City Chic as well yes. um, has, has shops in the, the shopping centres. Yep. And I mean, also, you know, Maya and DJs generally have a good selection. I'm a little bit naughty now. I don't like to go into the shops, but I think that's a COVID thing. Yes. Um, so I tend to sit online. And because I know what suits my body, and that's what yeah. I would say to women, find the style that suits your body. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's why working with a personal stylist is such an important thing because, you know, there is always, there's always going to be styles that will suit you. Um, yeah. And it's just a matter of finding them. And then when you do find them, it will be like a light bulb goes on and you go, oh, hey, I look, I look, I look okay in this. Yeah. And then that will just start you off onto sort of a journey that will allow you to spread your wings. And as you get more confident, you will move into different styles and what have you. But it's just finding that style to start with that, you know, you feel comfortable in. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing tips, Jen. Oh my gosh, your story. It gave me goosebumps. I nearly cried a few times. Like, oh thank you so much. Honestly, like, you don't understand that your story and 
the journey that women like yourself go on and how much that can touch other women and even just give them that tiny bit of boost of confidence to just go out and try something new. So I really appreciate you being so open and honest and sharing your story. Actually, there's one thing I will say too, Cozzy's girls, I know that you, if you're anything like me, you're, you panic about Cozzy's and swimwear. I am going to Palm Springs next week. I, I had to buy a swimsuit. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be awful. There are really flattering swimwear out there as well. You know, just search curvy or plus size swimwear. Um, I've bought Artisans and Caprio Scar, I think it's yep. called. That's the one I was going to say. <laughs> yep. I, They're and honestly, amazing. Yeah. I look in the mirror. I do not like being in a costume, but I look in the mirror and I don't hate them. So that's a really big thing. Like, you know, as a plus size, you generally look in the mirror in your swimming, you go, oh my gosh, I'm looking there going, okay, I don't, I like, I won't say I love, but I feel comfortable. And also Mm -hmm. sarongs, sarongs are our friends. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy life, ladies. Just go enjoy life. No one really cares what you look like in a swimsuit. Everyone's concerned about themselves. And I just want you to go enjoy your life, get in the pool, swim with your kids, do whatever you need to do. But life is so short. And I would hate for anyone to look back and go, I was so silly to be overthinking my size and what I look like in a swimsuit. But it's, it's so important. So Jen, thank you so much. I do want you to just tell everyone where they can find you, how they can work with you and even come stalk you on Instagram because I just love everything that you share. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So you can find me on Instagram, pink pom pom by Jen and pink pom pom social. Um, The website links are on the Instagram. And I actually have one last little thing I wanted to say that just popped into my head when you were talking before Camry. What I want you to remember, girls, is your perception of yourself is a lot different to how others perceive you. Mm-hmm. Just remember that because that's really been brought home to me with my colourful, like wearing the colours and how other people see me as to how I see myself. So please do remember that. As Camry said, they're not paying. They're, they're probably looking at you thinking, wow, look at that beautiful, amazing woman. And you're there going, oh, my gosh, i got a swimsuit on and I do not feel comfortable. Trust me, that's not what people mm-hmm. are thinking. They, they are, are not thinking that. You're absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head there. I just had to pop amazing. that one out. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, gosh. There's so many amazing tidbits and advice from you, honestly. Thank you so much. I really, truly appreciate it so much. Oh, Ladies, go find Jen on Instagram, Facebook. Check out her website um, if you have a a brand that you're just starting off with. Jen is definitely your go-to brand stylist to help you on that journey. And yes, thank you so much. And um, we will see you soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye. What a story. I just love hearing how Jen has overcome her fears of visibility as a curvy woman and how she exudes confidence through her standout style. I'm really excited to share with you that my new eight-week program for women entrepreneurs is opening next week. Standout Style is an eight-week live small group coaching program that will see you transform your personal style, 
from the inside out. I'm only taking 10 women into this round. It'll be a high touch point program with live masterclasses and hot seat Q&As. This program is for women who are really ready to stop blending in, looking to stand out in their industry and start appealing to their niche through their standout style. This is not a course, ladies. It is an eight-week intensive program that will drive results and see your confidence completely soar. The waitlist is now open, so if you head over to camryhill.com forward slash SOS waitlist, don't wait as spots will really fill up quickly. Head to the show notes down below if you need that link again. And until next week, see you soon. Bye.